This guy. First of all, he's 30 minutes late. How? Sarah gets off at 7.30. How can we be 30 minutes late? I thought you said we were going to do it at 7.30. I didn't know that. Oh, this guy. All right. So now you owe me apology. <laughs> no, you said that. <laughs> oh, man. Why mom try to give me all this food and say you doing me a favor? Oh, yeah, you left the corn. She told me to tell yeah, you that. I know. I, I, I said that when I got home. I said, you guys could just buy less food. You don't have to buy. <laughs> what did she give you? Uh, them hamburger patties and a uh, a box of cookies. That was it. And some other shit. Oh, a, bo- a box of cereal. Some honey nut Cheerios. I was like, yeah, people eat those. I don't know. She just, uh, mom is going through the thing. <laughs> Yo, I was going to buy dad, my dad, uh, uh, what's that called? A lawnmower? Lawnmower price is kind of crazy. We can go half on it. <laughs> For what? Father's Day or something? Yeah. He was like, he said, oh, I need, I'm going to need a new lawnmower. He said, uh. Amazon, see how much those cost. Yeah, right. I'd rather go to Home Depot or something, or Lowe's, somewhere where he can pack that shit up and take and put it. They're about $300. So like a little, there's a dope. I wonder, I have to go watch a video because there's a, there's um battery power ones. And I was like, how how good are battery powered lawnmowers? Because that saves you money on gas. But if yeah. they don't have the same cutting precision as a gas one, that, that don't mean nothing. But I would love to get them a battery power one. I'm like, just plug the joker up. You ain't got to move gas. Battery power one. Uh, I saw one from Ryobi for $300. Welcome back to another episode of Studio Flows about a week ago. I'm one of your hosts, John Robinson, joined by Sarah J. What up? Manny Fontaine's here. Yes, sir. Um, God, let me pull up my list of things we could discuss. Did y'all, let's, let's close out Coachella because Coachella had a second weekend. It, was, it wasn't too much news. Um, Zendaya was on stage that's y'all girl y'all love euphoria she performed like the theme song she was with she the band rapped. huh she rapped or something what she no, do she sings she oh, sings like she has like yeah she's one of those disney kids that had to sing they used to sing too so she jumped on stage with the the band that performs the euphoria theme song i think that's what song she was doing she sounded a little bit nervous and she admitted to that that's one story Bad Bunny apologized to Harry Styles because the weekend before he kind of threw a shot at him. And Sway Lee got into a fight with security. <laughs> those, are, those are three stories I had coming out of. <clears throat> yeah, because I guess they didn't know who he was. And he was trying to bring a newborn to Coachella too. Isn't that That's crazy? crazy. <laughs> yes. What you say, man? Jermaine, what did you say? I said he was performing. I don't know. Uh, it'd be kind of hard to perform with a new but born, but um, man, man, you know, people like to do crazy shit like that. Yeah, oh, okay. Back in Twenty years, so that baby was on that stage at Coachella. Now look at him now. Ray Schwimmers, Swayze Lee got into a serious brawl at Coachella ahead of his performance at the festival. TMZ, who obtained video of the fight, report that Lee and his crew were entering the security checkpoint before things broke out between security guards and those from Lee's team. Quote, as Sway Lee attempted to enter the festival with his newborn son and working crew, overzealous security guards confronted him. 
As half a race remembered, he was due to perform on Coachella's outdoor theater stage at 5.55 p.m. <clears throat> Security claimed not to recognize the talent and then aggressively initiated contact as they attempted to make their way to the stage. Uh, that's what Lee's management said. The security guards were, which we presume are independent contractors, are seen clearly being the aggressors and then throwing gang signs at the end of the video in the celebration. Security guards were throwing gang signs? Yeah, who is Coachella hiring? Yeah, that's crazy. Thankfully, nobody seemed injured. They hired the Bloods and Crips. And Lee, along with Slim Jimmy and the rest of the race trimmer setup crew, made it to Coachella in time to take the stage. You still want to perform after that shit? (laughs) Yeah, man, you got to get that money, man. Did they really really beat this dude up with a newborn? I, I didn't watch the video. That's wild to me. Let me see. I'm going to look at the video now. So I'm showing it to Sarah. I don't know if he's into it. So Sway Lee is in the back. It showed up, but it looked like his his team his and the guards got into it. It didn't seem oh, like he was. He don't really care about them getting beat up. And we were still watching it. A lot of confusion. Somebody look like they got the stroller and the baby out the way. Smart. Get your fucking hands out the fucking baby, you can hear people say. And I think this is just a replay of it. But, yeah. They got the, they got the child out the way. That's a hell of a story to tell somebody, man. I was, I was in a fight when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's all, Coach. I think Coachella trying to get uh, trying to figure out what they're gonna do with that skating rink, or what was that last week or whatever they was trying to do. <laughs> Ice skating rink, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we gotta we gotta do something. Um, we have an update on this Chance the Rapper situation. Okay, that's good. Come on, get so a week good- after the video, <laughs> uh, his wife, her name Corey. I think something like that. Uh, Mrs. Chance the Rapper had she she posted a screenshot of Maya Angelou's some poem I forgot whatever. But then she highlighted this: most people don't grow up. It's too damn difficult. What happens in most people is most people get older. That's the truth of it. They honor their credit cards. They find parking spaces. They marry. They have the nerve to have children, but they don't grow up. Not really. They get older, but to grow up costs the earth the earth it means you take responsibility for the time you take up for the space you occupy it's serious business and you find out what it costs us to love and to lose to dare and to fail and maybe even more to succeed and then he responded with a video of bill burr talking about growing up did y'all see that nobody saw this i'm the only person to see you know this no no i mean i don't be watching chance the rapper like that but I like how Lady Fontaine always says this as if I'm on social media watching anybody. I have I'm subscribed well, you to like Reddit, you have all the No no, I'm subscribed to feeds for news. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. how we that's how we have to do the pot. <laughs> like I've been following these people. Um chance. Let me see if I can find that video that he put. Long story short, even if I don't find it, somebody close to them said, They're good. Don't worry about it, guys. And they and they might be, but why play this game? Like, y'all see Amara, Lenegra, and Safari doing their little two-step together? 
just because the show coming back. So they're like, yeah, we got to pretend like we dated. I said, why play this game? I'm not going to pretend like we're not fine if we're not fine. That's that's a Manny Fontaine move. I ever heard it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Maybe they're just trying to. People go to social media to air their grievances about relationships, and I think that's I think that's asinine. But I don't. I don't even know why we even run this story yet. <laughs> yeah. So he posted a clip that said, "Well, Bill Burr says, yeah, I love my wife to death." So yeah, maybe fine. Okay, good for him. I know y'all. I know it was hard for y'all to sleep at night. So I was just wanted to make sure y'all got y'all yeah. got all the dates. I mean, the rapper is like a little kid, though. What you mean? I mean, I mean, as if he doesn't want to grow. I I believe the little Maya Angelou quote of like, yo, he doesn't want to grow up. He acts like a kid. That's a different thing. Like I think sometimes he he has a kid like energy about him. So, I mean, he was being real childish when he was doing it. I understand. He just turned 30, Maybe right? Being like he was harmless, but he was just still childless. You know, child, you know, child, you know, childish. He was down there having fun, living yeah. his life. All right. So, don't have fun like that. I just want to put this on the record. I thought we talked about this last cool. week. Did you say what you said, sir? About what? Yeah, can have fun like that? I can have fun like that. We had this discussion. <laughs> just no, Chance Rapper having fun like you like. Okay, she said Chance Rapper is not my husband. That's right. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck with the name. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, Pros from 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 the Fugees. Yo, this story wild. <laughs> this has to be the wildest story out of any story you're gonna we... tell this week. Yeah, he was found guilty on 22 counts of conspiring. With a Chinese, with the Chinese government and a Malaysian businessman, to have interfere in U.S. politics, because from what I remember, I do have this story. But from what I remember, that guy gave him some money to donate to uh, what was it, Obama's campaign, and also Trump's campaign, so they can have like influence over those elections and get close to government officials you said what ghetto superstar never be the same you don't want to hear that shit no more yo it was somebody said there was a reason why they didn't let pros rap more than eight bars (laughs) (laughs) that but that shit is crazy let's see the first bro he did a story with um who was it uh rolling stone but that's just long it's like 40 something minutes i ain't had the time to read all that so i had a story with him in a with CNN, but I can't find it right now. So, let me pull this quote up for y'all real quick. It says, when you consider Wyclef's charity scam, Proz being a fed, Lauren's live performance grift, and John Forte's dope dealing, the Fuji's camp is first team all infamous. Yeah, they is. <laughs> you ain't never gonna see them again. Like, if y'all was like, oh man, we gonna see, we gonna see the Fuji's, man, we gonna blah, blah, that ain't happening. All right, here it is, y'all. So the Grammy-winning artist and former member of the Fuji's faced multiple counts over the failed conspiracy to help Malaysian businessman Joe Lau, or Joe Lowe, and Chinese government gain access to U.S. officials, including former presidents Barack Obama and Donald Trump. And a lot of people were thinking, were saying, uh, yo, how you FBI informant and you going to jail? I think the FBI informant part is irrelevant to the situation because none of us are FBI informants, but if Mr. Lau... Uh, Mr. Lowe gave us some money 
to donate to other campaigns, we'll get in trouble too. Isn't that like that was going to protect him? It wasn't like, yeah. it, and he probably was FBI from all some other stuff. Then I thought this. I saw somebody tweet that uh, they would have did it for 20 mil or something like that. And as a black person, you have a love-hate relationship with this country. It's understandable. I wouldn't do it because I just think I'm a good cop. But I also thought, but maybe Proz doesn't have that kind of feeling because is he Haitian, like Wyclef or something like that? So maybe that's his first country of origin and where his loyalty actually lies. Michael uh, Proz was found guilty of conspiracy to defraud the U.S., witness tampering and acting as an unregistered agent of a foreign government. He faces up to 20 years in prison. No sentencing date was set. And then I heard people, man, if Pros get more years than the people on January 6th, that's some boot. First of all, he probably is going to get more years. They're going to set a precedent. Second of all, most people aren't following those cases. Once those people went back home, nobody was following that shit. It wasn't even national news no more. It was only going to be local news. If, if somebody in your state had did that, you would saw it in your nightly news, but it wasn't going to be on CNN. It definitely wasn't going to be on Fox News. Oh, speaking of which, y'all got any thoughts on Tucker and uh, Don Lemon? Move on. Made it fine time. I know you was a, a Don Lemon man. You was a Lemon head. That was a, that was a no, it wasn't, but <laughs> no, I had no, I had no thoughts. I knew CNN thought? was on one when they would not let these people drink at this New Year's Eve bash. I was like, oh, it's over for y'all. All right, mom. That's how you were uh, <laughs> to be a parent. I was like, man, if you don't let Don Lemon go to New drunk. Orleans and get drunk and fucking drop it like it's hot or whatever juvenile song, back that ass up. That's what he was dancing to. Mm-hmm. Man, CNN <laughs> ain't never been the same. They got mm-hmm. rid of Chris Cuomo after that. Nah, they tripping. I ain't supporting them no more. <laughs> it's MSNBC all the way, baby. That used to be a good station too back in the day, but they fell off too. I don't watch any of these things. I just, I just read, man. It's just, just. Man, it used to be Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon. That was great TV, man. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, Discovery took over, and they got to get to the funds. They're not, they're not time to play this game you like to play, Sarah J. What game am I playing? Uh, the the uh, news game. They don't want to play that game. It's like, yo, who is uh, who is going to make sure that we get these ratings? Man, you are a straight man. Who would you rather see? Chris Como and Don Lemon lighting up your screen or fucking Charles Barkley? I don't know why <laughs> y'all love Charles. Well, not y'all, but they love Charles Barkley the way they do that. They gave this man a news program. I don't care about Charles Barkley with the news. I don't news. want my news, news from Charles Barkley. Yeah, him and Gail King are going to have an, a weekly primetime slot on CNN to discuss. Oh, the- yeah. his, his perspective is horrible. <laughs> I love Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley going to get canceled. Just, he should never do the news. Like, Remember he was he he almost done and got canceled for like how he felt about something I forgot what it was he 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 was just real radical like and I was just like but he's I don't know who want to hear if it's not about basketball oh shit he gotta say that's how we all feel but they letting him say shit about the news and got rid of Don Lemon and Chris Cuomo two journalists make it make sense Don Lemon gonna be on something. Gonna put him on BT Plus or something like that. Nah, that's an <laughs> insult. All right, let's move on. I thought we was gonna have more. Oh, we yeah, we do have a lot more stuff to talk about. Kendrick Lamar, Mr. Morale, and Big Steppers tour is the highest grossing tour of all time by a rapper besting Drake. Uh, so now Drake had Drake. Uh, and John, 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 you you contributed to that. 
So should we should clap for you? Like, yo, yeah, where's my award? I helped I helped make this man rich. Yeah, your your eighty dollar ticket you went you bought, right? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it was seventy nine dollars, something like that. Maybe? Or one one twenty, I don't remember. I said John is adventurous, man. You just be out there, just living his life. Just, um, gotcha. I, 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 I picture you just uh, dancing with the white folks next to you, <laughs> shit, jumping up and down, taking your shirt off. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. Dope, Say, I'll take the pain away. I drink the pain away. <laughs> just, just in there. <laughs> Woo. Showing his nipples and shit. I know, I know what job y'all. I know. Oh uh, man, Jermaine, I had my physical today. Yeah, y'all, y'all want you want. Let's, let, we'll get back to Kendrick because I got this page up. Y'all want to understand how weird a physical is <laughs> for me? Wait, you got they got your balls to your cough. Yeah, yeah, they did all that. They uh, still do that? Yes, but Jermaine said they still do it as if he's like from the like my testicular dad. cancer just went away. No, he act like he's from my dad era. He said it's still still covering your balls. But the I thought AI handle all that. Yeah, I, I get my blood tested all the time. So like they check they check your blood too. No, so she already did that when I was doing my surgery. Okay. So she she ordered some more some new some new labs for me or whatever. But um, yeah, I didn't have to do any blood today. So I'm in there, and you know what? I don't. This is what I don't like. I don't like how they do my weight. So this is the first time I got on the digital scale. Most of the time, it's that one you slide over, slide blah blah blah. But um, I have to ask: Do I need to take my shoes off? They said, "Well, do you take your shoes off at home?" I want to be like I'm butt naked when I weigh myself at home. Like fuck yes, I'm trying. I get the real the real stats. So I take my shoes off. It says I'm one ninety one point eight. Right. So then, uh, oh, this is the wild part. I need to tell Sarah this. I gave Sarah a kind of update. Yo, Jermaine, you know how you just said they still do that? Let me tell you some new shit I didn't know. She told the late the first person I met wasn't my doctor, maybe a medical assistant or nurse said. Okay, we're done with the blood pressure, blah, blah. Um, the doctor will be in a few minutes. You can get undressed. You know, just take off your uh, your pants and your shirt. Just leave your underwear on. I'm going to give you some, I forgot what the term was called. I'm thinking I was going to tie on in the back. I'm thinking I put my head in the hole. This was just a long ass paper towel they gave me. I covered yeah. this shit up like a sheet. I said, like, what is going on? What? what happened? Sarah? What? Why is it not a hole so I can wear it like a poncho? No, that's not what they do, John. And you lucky you got the paper towel. Shit. Oh, that, you know how sad a man looks sitting there with his drawers waiting for waiting to be attended to? <laughs> that's just a sad picture, man. So she gets in there and I told Jermaine this yesterday, but I did it. I did it as as I said. I took a shower and I'm I'm, uh, I'm also trimmed down there, so it felt like it was a date. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I didn't trim myself for that. I've been trimmed. Okay, okay But I hope okay, she didn't take that as like, oh, all right, <laughs> thanks to you. I said, this guy's just trying to make. But y'all know how thanks. weird it is. Well, not Sarah. You have no idea. But you have do you know how weird it is to see another woman handle your balls. You're just looking down and like, okay, yeah, it's just weird. They get a male yeah. doctor. That was, oh yeah, that make it way normal for me. I'm used to men handling my yeah. balls all the time. God, see, see, this is why men don't talk about stuff. See, no women hinder your booze. Be quiet. Did you try to crack a joke to lighten the mood? No, I saved all my jokes myself. Yeah. So they was they okay. asked about your sex life. Kind of heavy, huh? No, they ask they ask you about your sex life. How is it? Do you guys use protection? Uh, 
I said, no, I was going to say that Sarah's fixed, but I kept that to myself. Uh, they always ask you, you have any time on Tarzan? They at least be like, hell no. What do I look like? What do I look like? <laughs> I'm married. That don't mean nothing. All right, back to Kendrick. He beat out Drake and Aubrey. Jake Aubrey in the three. What? Did you get your prostate check? No, that I didn't get my prostate check, and then that was one thing I didn't want to be like, "Hey, whip up my ass." I didn't see that wasn't part of the physical. Oh, so you let that sneak out, John? You were, you were a little sneaky leak. There you go. I see. Okay. <laughs> Drake's Aubrey and the Migos tour is number two. Drake and Future is number three. Kanye and Jay Z watched the throne with Sarah attended. Me and her have attended two of the top five concerts of all time, uh, tours of all time. Number five is Kendrick Lamar's Damn, and number six is Travis Scott's Astro World. It probably know. would have been higher if he didn't have that incident. What? Travis Scott? Because no, that the tour was before the incident. He has wasn't that still? Oh no, that was an event. Yeah, like an Astro World yeah. in Houston. Yeah, it wasn't the tour. <laughs> like he didn't come. He hasn't gone on tour since then. Uh-uh. All right, so well, let's see. Kendrick on Pros, Manny Fontaine. You want to give us the scoop on Cameron versus Joe Budden? Oh, it hasn't really fizzled out. It just had one little, one little section of like addressing it. It's because what Noriega said. Noriega said something about like these new podcasters and, and rappers having coming in trying to do stuff. He think it's corny, and he's like, "You let Joe Button put a battery in your back." He said, "But we about to get to." He called him Hope Hope Button. Yeah, Cameron called him Hope Button, and then yeah. he called him uh, a crackhead. Yeah, and then Joe responded too. But he didn't say he didn't address it on Saturday. But I don't um, because he, he, on he, Saturday's episode he didn't address it because. He didn't see it until it happened like at five o'clock, six o'clock. They started potting at eleven on Fridays. Oh well, he so, responded on IG story where you know where yeah. I'm at and stop playing. His grown ass man arguing for no reason. Um, pod wars, get your teams ready. That's all that is. I don't even understand it because it. I'm Team Gilly. That's what you are. I don't understand it. Um. <laughs> I'm not none, none of the teams. All the podcasts is not that great. Any, that, this is the problem with the pod, with with those podcasts. Well, I don't know because I've only probably listened to only one or two of million dollars worth of game, so I can't even talk about that. But I have listened to when Brilliant Idiots was on fire and when um the Joe Budden podcast was on fire. Man, the bigger you get the less on fire you become because you detached. You don't want to step on nothing. You don't want to hurt your relationships or nothing like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Nori and them never really been great to me. They're, 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 they are so guest dependent that if they had no guests, nobody's going to listen to DJ uh, EFN and, and Nori just wax poetically about <laughs> pop culture topics. Hey, Fat Joe ain't got a podcast? No, he had that Joper show that he was doing on IG. Fat Joe great. is the only rapper I, I want to have a podcast. But he has a, he's got a show coming on Stars. He gonna tell stories? Yeah, I think that's what it's about. Uh, I'd rather have him have a podcast. You, Sarah, you said he's gonna tell stories like Christmas tomorrow, and then was like, oh, I'd rather it's New Year's. Like that's what you just did. You said it as if you were excited for him to tell stories. No, because I don't. I'd rather. I feel like something on Stars may not have the longevity. You know what I'm saying? Like that could go away really quick. I feel like a podcast he'll have more control if it's his own podcast. I think it's him and Diddy. So lightly. Like that five o'clock light shadow like that. <laughs> like nobody notices that. I'm like, how does he get it this low? 
What are you talking about? His, his hair? Beard, his, his beard? beard? Yeah. 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 Was it, is it a two and a half? That's one and a half? You, you, what, what were you doing? Yeah. Yeah, Stars announced pilot for a barrier-breaking series with Fat Joe, the Bronx native to host and executive produce with Sean Diddy Combs, also serving as executive producer. So what's this show? The, the, the Stars announced it will be producing a pilot for an untitled genre-busting series that blends interviews with celebrities and high-profile guests with an elevated documentary-style format. Uh, we brought up I brought up Diddy in that story. Y'all owe Diddy apology. Sarah, you want to apologize? And, and uh, Mandy Fontaine, you can follow after her. What am I apologizing for? Okay, Mandy Fontaine, you want to apologize? Okay. Well, we, well, I definitely need to know what I'm apologizing for. You're apologizing because both of y'all sat up here, fixed your lips, and said, Diddy, I pay a pen. John, you can have a billion dollars, but you can't pee on me. And Carisha said, he didn't pee on me. I never said it was Diddy who peed on me. He didn't do, and I said look, I knew that. But the internet well, jumped straight look, to Diddy. Hold on, oh, hold on. Go. All right, here we go. Hold on, defend it. First of all, mm-hmm. <laughs> she made a comment while she was messing with this man and said, "I like all right, let it." Let me let me ask you something. How do you know? Oh, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, 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 Let me let me. I'm ISO. Sarah, have you done something sexually with another man that we have not done? And if you mentioned it on the pod. Are you saying everybody's just going to assume like you? So are you saying that she should be more clear because everybody's going to assume that me and you have did no, it no, too? No, no, but that wasn't how she made the comment though. She said that she, she, she likes it. So I'm assuming if she's in bed with someone <laughs> and at this time it <laughs> was Diddy and she right. looks up and she's like, "Oh, Poppy, I like getting peed on. Go ahead and pee on me." And he's like, "Fuck it," you know. So like, wait, is that wait, wait? Uh, just because? Because see it, that woman think many folks think uh, she. Come on. I, I know what you're doing, but here's the thing. Come on, Jermaine. But Am what if I Diddy's wrong? not into that? No, I'm with, I'm with her on this thing. But what if Diddy's not into it? Man, you into anything in, oh, the, here we go. in, <laughs> in the heat of the moment. Oh, okay. And, uh, and, maybe, and, you, and you know what, Diddy, Diddy probably, he seemed kind of like prissy to me. So you probably right. He looked like the type of like, nah, girl, we ain't messing up my sheets. No, you ain't peeing on silk sheets. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. he seemed like he'd probably be that type. What if you like in a hotel bed and you don't give a fuck? Or maybe he's like, I don't want to sleep in this later. I, I don't know. Maybe I could see that, but still, that's just where your mind goes. Like if you like, oh yeah, I'd like when dudes do that freaky shit to me, and the, and that's and you dating a certain dude at the time, they automatically gonna be like, damn, P Diddy, P on Karishi, P for piss. Yeah. yeah, quote. I never said he was the one I did that with. She probably had to clear it up later because they ain't together no more. <laughs> he was probably like, hey girl, you need to go back on your podcast that I gave you. Yeah, and clear up that I don't be pissing Let me give y'all a full quote before Manny chimes in. I never said he was the one I did that with. Sex is a part of life. I'm grown and maybe I talk about it too much but everybody's got their personal experiences. Some people get shitted on. Some people live life on the edge. Some people boring as fuck. I watch a lot of porn. Bitches get peed on. If we grown and we in the house just chilling and I want to talk about sex, what's wrong with that? Now now you're doing, that's two different arguments. You can talk about whatever you want. First of all, she said people get shit on. Some people are born in sex like that is like the like, like now to be fair Manny Fontaine she says some people live on the edge some people born as fuck after she said the shit it don't part she, oh, you skipped over the edge part maybe she thought so like shit it up get shit on that, might be. that might be that might be you know what and I this is funny I've never seen the porn where it said pee on like I don't know what, what, what that would be called but I don't know I've never seen like pisses on girl through 
sex. I never seen that. That's a that's a that's uh, some different. You know, y'all understand? Porn is like porn is like you know a city. Chicago is this part of yeah, Chicago? Yeah. I ain't never been in. I ain't never seen that part <laughs> of the city. I'm like, oh shit! Oh, like I, I, I tell P- the story I don't to people. P town is. I don't know. Where yeah, that's I tell this story. I used to tell the story to people, and people in the city love this story about this one time I was dating this girl, and she wanted to go to Navy Pier, and she had no idea how to get to Navy Pier, and this is in the days of MapQuest. Is how old this is. And we got lost. And I'm doing an abbreviated version of the story. But on the way of getting lost, I saw a lot of Mexican people. And I've been in the city plenty of times. I've never seen so many Mexican people. I was over on 26th in California. And oh, this God. One, this one, every Chicago person said, 26th in California? What the fuck is you doing over there? I said, that's what I said. I was so mad at this girl that when we pulled over into a neighborhood so I can get some real directions, I was like, man, I hope we just get snatched up. I'm just so pissed. Like, I hope somebody just get us. And I'm like, yeah, it's your fault. So mad. So mad, you live. She lived here. She's from Chicago. I said, "How you not know?" I pulled my little ass chick lit of a phone out. What jumped on MapQuest? Said, "All right, I guess we what gotta go." What car were you in at this time? The Toyota. What car would I been in? Oh my gosh, the Toyota with the with the big speakers. <laughs> yeah, uh, relax, money sponsor. Okay, <laughs> is laughing it up. With the twelve in the back. I turned that shit all the way down. I wasn't trying to get no attention. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that was, that was negative mute. That shit was low. <laughs> Driving in the old-ass 88 Camry bumping in a neighborhood that I'm not familiar with. First of all, nobody even expected. Where did you even pick her up from to end up on the west side of Chicago? What, what, what was that, a Toyota what? Camry. Yeah, that was a Toyota Camry. Toyota Camry. 1989 or something like that. 88, 88 camera, man. 88, 88 camera with 12s in it. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the sound was crazy. Yo. Don't let me get some more money. I'm going to buy another one. <laughs> Nobody even knew where the sound was coming from. That's how they just didn't expect that car to have that sound. That bump. Jonathan was out here bumping in that mud. John was really out here risking his life for some poo tank. And I, I, every time I hear a story, I'm like, John, what were you doing in that part yeah, of Chicago? By the blessings of God, I'm still here, man. <laughs> God looked out for your boy. <laughs> for real. For real. 26th of California. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, it was broad daylight, but that might not mean nothing. But luckily, uh, that was my, that was a, like, all right. Yeah, that me. don't mean too much right nowadays. Yeah. Yes, what if it was night though, man? I would have really been afraid. I would have been scared. For this was two thousand three or four. Yes, so yeah. Oh, night. Oh man, nah. I'd said we ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> going to Napier at night, like I can see, like if it was New Year's Eve or something, like nah. Uh, so, you, so y'all finally found your way there, though, right? Yeah, I went to Napier. That was the only time I've actually been to Napier. Oh, I'm in Napier like this. By the time you got though. there, it was close. <laughs> <laughs> That place is expensive too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? I so gotta eat here. I said, we could have found something on the way. Shit, Yo, I ate there like two years ago. It was trash food to me. It was not good. It was carnival food, right? Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not. Did you, with you or you took No, she was. I just said, that's the only time I've been in Maine. If I said, pajama with you? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought she was with her She was with her family. Her sisters and uh-huh. Melissa was never with. Right. We went for New Year's Eve one time. Oh, y'all was on TV? <laughs> no. Oh. Because you know how Fox be doing that shit? Or NBC, they be like, oh, I'll have an AVP here. <clears throat> Brian McKnight is in the news. Oh, fuck this guy. 
Brian McKnight has four biological children. And um, he only claiming like two of them, right? Is no, that... he ain't claiming none of them. No. Oh, it... oh, yeah. He has four <laughs> oh, altogether. Oh, my goodness. I wish you guys would. Li- y'all should listen to the show sometimes. Both of y'all. Just... <laughs> no. <laughs> so how many is he claiming, though, Sarah? Wait. I thought he had more than four. Man, I don't know. This dude got a lot of kids, and it's weird because they all super spaced out. Basically, he ain't claiming the adult children that are fully black. That's what we're trying to get to. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. He's not claiming none of those four. You're right. He recently had a new child, and he named this child Brian McKnight, even though he had another son named Brian McKnight Jr. And somebody said, this nigga really went back to one. (laughs) That's crazy. And then what was his excuse here about this? He said that um, his kids are adults. I know it's tough love, but basically they need to get over it. So Brian McKnight has, I think he has three sons and a daughter. Yeah, all right. So I got it. He has four biological children. They are his sons, Brian Jr. and Nico from his marriage to his college sweetheart, Julie. Then there is his daughter, Brianna, and son, Clyde, from previous relationships. That makes four biological children for McKnight. Uh, Julian McKnight split in 2003, but he remarried in 2017 to a second wife, Dr. Lilani Mendoza. Mendoza! Whom he met in 2014. So basically he got with the Filipino woman who already had kids. Yeah, Mendoza, ha- Mendoza has two children from a previous relationship, Julia and, Jack, Julia and Jack. And McKnight and Mendoza have since had a son, Brian, together. But it's the Instagram post about Julia Julia's recent birthday that has riled up his distractors. What is, let me see this post. Oh, you didn't see this post? He wild, man. Is he saying that he doesn't he doesn't claim them, or he's saying like he don't really acknowledge it? Now it's not claiming. He he's, doesn't. He's acknowledge. acting like he's starting over. Yes, but not just starting oh. over because he has a new a, like an infant son. He's starting over also with this woman's kids, saying like <sighs> saying wild things like, "Oh, we just bought the my daughter a car. This is the daughter I always wanted." Yeah, that's not that's his stepdaughter. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, today we celebrate you, Jules, on your birthday. Your mom and I couldn't be prouder of you, and I couldn't ask for a better daughter than you. But he has another daughter. That is wow. Happy birthday to the best daughter ever. Love you, Azalea. He said, just something wonderful. Mm-hmm. Man, I never played Brian McKnight at my wedding. Well, the last time he, we heard him singing was like, I'll teach you how your pussy works. <laughs> what, the, what the fuck are you talking about? I seen him singing for a Chili's commercial. Wait, I don't remember that commercial like it that. It was like two months ago. He was singing for Chili's. He was playing the piano saying, do you know your pussy just squirt? Yeah. <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> you, think this, you think that that man was going to claim his children? Yeah. I thought he was father of the year back then. <laughs> All right. Man, it's it's really sad. Really sad to see some of the shit that men do. Um it's like disgusting that he's not claiming his actual children. And I heard he used to beat one of his wives. All right. All right, let's talk about some new music. I I listened to Shroom Shroom Life 4. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. There's a couple of joints on there that sounded good. But they learned going to learn a valuable lesson. Now, I know they were on Coachella, but they really weren't on, from what I understand, it wasn't a big stage or nothing like that, right? You can't be taking no breaks. And they took a break after what was their worst album? Was the Shrimp Life 3, that was the one where they did the double album, where one had their side, it was like their Love Below. What was Big Boys called? 
Well, I only remember Love Below from Andre. Speaker Box. Speaker, Speaker Box. Box. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, Speaker Box. And that album was not good. So they came back with this. Speaker Box wasn't horrible. No, no, no. Swim Life 3, I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I thought it was like, switch okay. your yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just if y'all want to just go through some things. That's y'all. I'm going to talk to the audience. I think Royal Flush featuring Young Thug, Mississippi Slide is good. Um, Tana- Tanisha, fine. What's the other? Flaunted Cheap, Stand Out. And is it Diamonds Dancing or something? Not one of the two. Why well, MCA? Not that. It's, it's like four joints on there. It's forty-seven minutes, so it's quick. But it sounds like that. That was a style. Yeah, Shrine Like Three was a double up. The one where they split it. They came out there. So 2015, 20, It's been almost ten years of Ray Shrimmer. Can y'all believe that shit? Well, so only their first two albums was hidden. So I ain't got no type, and then no flex zone. No flex, so uh-uh, I like this. Could be us, but you playing? Oh, that was go. my shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they came with Black Beatles, and they was on. They was on their way. Hey, everybody freezing the club. Oh no! What was it? Wasn't even Black Beatles. Wasn't even my favorite joint off that album. It was Pegasus. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's on the first album because I'm looking at it because they used to play it in the NFL commercials, and that yeah, that song was hard as hell. Oh, and if you want to listen to some um. Mike Will made it instrumentals. I mean, not instrumentals, but beats. Because it's been, it feels like it's been a while since I've heard them. But the album that got everybody talking, because that was, that album did come out like a few weeks ago, is Jack Harlow's Jack Man surprise album. Not really. I mean, surprised that he didn't. There was no build up. He announced it a week ago, but the fact that he got a movie coming out, want to promote. Uh, before we do what people are talking about. I actually enjoyed this album. It is way better to me in my ears than the uh, the previous album, Come Home, yeah, The Kids yeah, Miss You. He yeah. sounds focused. It's uh, it's so good that this could have been his first minutes. album. You said what? It's only 24 minutes. Not even that long. No. Mm-mm. Oh, I, I'm going to listen to this. No, there's some good songs on here. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Just, it's almost like, yeah, 10, it's only 10 songs on there, but there's some real stuff. The Common Ground of talking about white kids, not probably won't be able to understand what black kids go through but then there's another song where he uh is it it can't be where he talks about uh maybe i'm just this dope because of my white skin like is it anything else there's another song where he talks about his friends one was was it abusive the other one was a pedophile and it um and these are people he grew up with that you really don't know He's, he's really personal on his album, and it's really good. But it's, but instead of people appreciating it, like not, most people do who listen, they stuck on the part where he said he's the hardest white boy since Eminem. Now we're going to do our first annual, probably our last annual, hard white boy rankings. Are you guys ready <laughs> for this? So we got Eminem at the top, right? There's no, We don't have to do that because Jack Harlow already put him there. Been at the top, right? Is the is the white boy doing the butterfly with hip hop Harry on that list? Yeah, with the thumb on there, sir. Where you got him at? <laughs> <laughs> where you, where you got that man at? Um, do I have Apollo on here? Let's see. So where y'all want to put? Who's number two then? Paul Wall? Because that's the somebody... Paul Wall hard. I don't care. Nobody yeah. say. Paul Wall, baby, yeah, the people's champ. I think yeah. that's the problem with it. Is Bubba Sparks? Nah, Bubba Sparks wasn't. Bubba Sparks is nice. He was underrated. Uh, yeah. But I think I put Jack Harlow above Bubba Sparks. I don't have him above Paul, Paul Wall. Right there to me. You said what? 
That's controversial right there to me. It might be that. I yeah. see you, Miss New Booty. Oh, that yeah. would have yeah. been to me. And hey, he got to work with Timbaland. He got some dope beats. So, what was that one song called? Ugly? Ugly, yeah. Getting ugly, ugly, ugly. And then they they did a little mix back and forth. All right, Manny Fontaine says he has Bubba Sparks above Jack Harlow. All right, where do Mac Mac Miller above above Jack? I gotta have Mac above Jack. Yeah, Mac Miller definitely above Jack. Um, what's that dude name? MGK or not MGK? Yeah, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. He got it. Y'all said our freestyle. He did with uh, called, he did uh, him and um Corday. He jumped on Doja. <clears throat> Oh no, I haven't heard it, but I I, and I feel like MGK did a better job than Corday. Corday was bullshitting with it. I was like, yo, MGK was going in. MGK the only person this Eminem that was really good. Oh, that's me. right. Yeah, Eminem wasn't ready for that smoke. Yeah. <laughs> he really wasn't. <laughs> he didn't think he was gonna come with some shit. And I was like, right. kinda got you, my guy. Mm-hmm. All right. I got I, I, I don't have no fine putting him. So if we do it, we, all right, let's do this. Let's do this. That's all right. Let's put Eminem one, Paul Wall two. Uh, Mac arguably, Miller, Mac Miller three, arguably mm. Bubba Sparks, four, four, five is who we just said. MGK, MGK, number six is Jack Harlow. Uh, yeah. You I mean, think Jack Harlow better than Yellow Wolf? I was gonna bring up Yellow Wolf, <laughs> but Yellow Wolf is too problematic. He loved that Confederate flag too much. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. it, Alabama. Yeah, you even put Kid Rock in there. Oh my God. There's <laughs> <laughs> there's a other there's ASAP Rock, but uh, ASAP. Sorry, ASAP. I don't know enough of his songs. There's also Asher Roth, who I like. Uh-uh, Action Bronson got to be on that Oh, list. Action Bronson, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness. You, yo, get Bubba out of here. Action going above Bubba. Yeah. I'm like, how we going to miss Action Bronson? Yeah, Action Bronson, nice. I don't care if he sound like Ghostface. Yeah, it's a plus, it's a bonus. <laughs> Shit. And he's funny as hell. He can cook his ass off. He lost a lot of weight. For some... Yeah. Yeah. All right, listen, Jack, you're in the top 10. How about that? <laughs> you're in the top 10, but you skipped over. That's the disrespect, man. He, you know what? If he, you, if he would have cleaned that line up and would say, like, the hardest is Eminem. Wait, what about Mac? What about and And through the other, and shouted out other white rappers, nobody would have said nothing. But because he tried to be super cocky on the third album after the second one wasn't, wasn't what it should have been. Do he, you think that hip-hop, like decade wise only allows one rap one white rapper at a time i think only i don't think it has anything to do with hip-hop like where you could make the same argument with women but then you could argue that was there ever like was that hip-hop doing it or was there never an influx of dope ass women at the same time like the 90s had queen mc light foxy and kim for uh the brat too so that's five. They just weren't all in, the, but that's all in the same decade. They all had albums in the same decade. I'm missing out on Rage and Yo Yo and whoever else, and Mia X, Gangsta Boo. That was all the '90s. They just weren't all at the same time, right? Uh, and then the 2000s, maybe like Eve, Missy, Trina, and then there's a space before you get to Nikki. And I'm, again, I'm, I mean, it's, now I think it's just so many women that you like. Oh, like if, if would hip hop have held it back if all those women? See, now it won't work because a hypothetical couldn't work if I was like, well, if Lotto and all of them came out in the 90s, they'd have them rapping different. They all couldn't be little Kim clones. It wouldn't have worked. As far as white rappers, hmm. You just got to, oh, we forgot about G-Eazy. You just got to be spitting. 
I just think there had never been an influx of a bunch of white rappers at, at the same time. I mean, right now what we have MGK, we would have had Mac, but God bless the dead, he he, he passed away. Um, Eminem still be giving you some bars every every now and then. Um, what was the white dude he's rap with a uh, triple six? Little white, little white. Yeah, come on, man. You said you said half his name. <laughs> I brought up Lotto real quick. The Lotto and Koi LeRae squash that beef, y'all. Okay. Koi oh, said, no. Koi said, well, I heard it was the diss song. And he was like, yeah, she was throwing jabs at Nikki, not you. So <laughs> you took it that way. <laughs> they was like, I love your body. I love you too, girl. You we friends. Uh all right. We did the white boy rankings. Y'all let us know what y'all y'all um hip hop white guy rankings are. I think Action Bronson is actually really high at the top of my list, though. I really like him. That first album was good. Yeah, yeah. that first album was crazy. That, him with, that song with him and Chance to bring it back to Chance. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's it called? Out the Blue? Blue. Oh, so blue. Dun, 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 dun. Chance had a standout verse on that. Hope all he the did. bad things happen to you and no, only you. Uh, and on yeah. fri- you got to work on a Friday and Fridays. And man. He said, right. I hope you play the lotto and you lose the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> that's some hate man that's some Sarah you hate like that on me keep it a buck and me and you broke up you, you'd be like you, you think that I'm just gonna be the worst person if that was to happen like I'm gonna be cold man, I'm gonna be whatever tell the truth I if think, Sarah if me and Sarah part ways you think about yeah. the hate that Sarah would have for me she would oh, not want me to succeed at all oh, like that no not with me she probably take you for how you got to mm-hmm. I got two cars now <laughs> If she wanted to leave you, if you left her, oh, it would be crazy. You can say, thinking all about all the way she plotted. She's just like, just, I just upgrade you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go and then be rich. Mm-hmm. Super rich. She might leave you a little bit of money there. But we, we got a couple nah. of deaths before we get out of Oh, real quick. <laughs> Manny okay. Fontaine had a nightmare a couple of days ago. I talked about the teeth one on Equal Opposites. I didn't talk about the time, the dream. I think I saw Sarah's dream. I don't know if it was part of the same dream or not. But I had a dream. We did a pod for uh, two hours, and I forgot to record it. It was 120 minutes, and we didn't record it at all. And I was like, damn. Me and you, we were all, all three of us doing a podcast. Then we moved to New York. Um, and we had an apartment together. Um, and a bug went through my skin. It was crazy. It was a bug bit me in my skin. That's why I woke up. It was we had to move to New York because our podcast took off. Yeah, it had to take. Who the fuck can afford New York? Shit. <laughs> we must not. He said an apartment. He didn't say yeah. a, a penthouse. He said yeah. an apartment. <laughs> no, it was like a condo, like penthouse, yeah, type type of thing. Oh, we was really really big yeah. then. Yeah. A condo in New York? Oh my God, we was rich. Yeah, that was a that was a hell of a dream. <laughs> Man, sleeping, smiling, sleeping and smiling. Shit, an apartment in New York the size of this loft cost fifteen hundred dollars. So you know, yeah, we had like two refrigerators in New York too. It was weird. Wrote your name on your orange juice, everything. I see. Yep. Yeah. All right. Got a couple of deaths to talk about first, and more importantly, Harry Belafonte. Harry Belafonte passed away. Um, Harry Belafonte was great. He was an artist. He was an actor, but more importantly, he was an activist. And mm-hmm. I really appreciate this. Is how dope Harry Belafonte is. 
there have been so many accolades and I love the fact that I've seen so many people from uh, before my generation showing admiration and love to this man, but also seeing like Yara Sh- Sh- Shahidi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From grownish and blackish. She met him and like, he was still talking to the young people and people was, had to go see Harry Belafonte. All that is amazing. And he was great. And he took the way he took care of Martin Luther King's family after he passed away and, and stood for the cause and checking Beyonce and Jay-Z. This yeah, man was about hip hop, the state of hip hop. Yeah, this man was so amazing. Y'all. His shitty ass song was not brought up that one time. Can you believe that? See, you know what? Yo, just saying. Like, usually they'd be like, yo, his son, blah, blah. His son had that apple has far, so far from that tree. It was such a windy day. Who's his son? Harry Belafonte Jr. He was married to Mel B, uh, Sarah's birthday twin. Yo, I forgot all about him. See? See how. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, "Yo, nobody's bringing up this man's son," and I don't mean to bring up his son to, to like to like the mean. I'm just like, that's how great this man was. Because what did his son do? Like, well, nothing but be a, a leech. <laughs> yeah, he was a big ass mooch for her. Yeah, he took like, a lot of her money. Basically, he, impregnated her just to take her money. Yeah, and wow. I don't even know why. I don't even know why she married him and got with him in the first place. Because Eddie like, Murphy didn't want to be with her, so she. No, like this is not like. A good looking man yeah, if you're if you see, for Mel B. If you see Helly Belafonte, young man, you'd be like, oh, all right. But his junior does not look nothing like his dad as a young man. He's a little chubbier, a little rounder. It, it, he don't carry the weight well. He looks like a slob, a schlub, I should say. But yeah. Rest in peace, Harry Belafonte, the great. I want to be not I want to I want to say I want to be that great, but I also don't want to have a kid that you could be like, well, he was so great. We didn't even talk about how bad his kid was. Or how, how dis- you know, uh, compared to his father, how disappointing yeah. he was as a, as a person. And then the other one, the the sick day Hall of Famer himself, Jerry Springer, passed away at the age of 79. What, what was, how much was it? Harry was 96? Yeah. Uh, 96, okay. Uh, Jerry Springer, 79, quiet battle with cancer. We grew up in that era where you stayed up from school. Before I get to this point, what is it about being home from school or work that instead of enjoying your day, you think about what the people at school or work are doing. You'd be like, man, they probably in fourth period now. Like, why do we do that? I never thought of that. I used to. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. Sarah, that's because you are an asshole. You ain't got no sympathy or empathy for anybody. Yeah, like school, like I ain't school, yeah. First of all, I had no friends. I ain't care what period Jermaine was in. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I don't care. I just laid on the couch watching prices right. Nah, fuck that. The best thing about staying home from school back then is that like I get to see shit I know is not gonna come on on the weekend. Mm. Like see, there's no there was no DVR back then. And that sorry. that I don't know. That's wild to me. I can't believe we used to live like that. Yeah, I did because I knew yeah. how to program the VCR, so I, it was a DVR for me. <laughs> I, yeah. I had my little remember how uh Com, well before it was Comcast like Jones and the Cable give you that cable guide that big thick magazine I look in there I'm like oh seven o'clock on Sunday Sunday let me set my VCR for that I was so good with recording the VCR I was taking the commercials out I paused it on the commercials and unpaused it when it came back it looked like it was real movies oh good for you mm-hmm. so Jerry Springer Sarah you got to take the lead Sarah has been to two tapings of the Jerry Springer show so she's an expert I have oh. <laughs> I went to. 
trying to think. So the first time I went to Jerry Springer, I went with my sister and her then girlfriend. And I mean, it was it was it was fine. I can't even remember what the show was because we weren't there that long. But um, if you're not an exciting audience, they will they will tell you to leave and they will bring in a more exciting audience. That's how they get more people in. Um, Jerry Springer also did not mind uh, the fire marshal shutting them down because the second time I went to Jerry Springer, we were sitting in the aisle. Just so everyone could get packed up in there, That's right. like we didn't get a chair or nothing. This but... is the first time I was on top of the chair. So yeah, Peter's ass, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. But that show was more exciting than we were. And when I seen it later on TV, you know they take a lot of stuff out or whatever. But the first show I went to, oh my god, I did not have a good time. I hate to say that because my sister's girlfriend, ex girlfriend, was a big old butch lesbian. No boobs whatsoever. Stood up in the audience and said, "Yo, I was JBs and showed her breast." And the oh. audience was like, "Ah!" Like they were not Boo, excited no at future. all. And I was like, said <laughs> me too." No, I did not. Absolutely not. I wasn't doing that. And I know that never made the final cut. So. And then she would try to get up and say stuff. And they'd be like, ma'am, sit down. Sit down, ma'am. And I was like, oh, my God. And me and Jackie were just putting our heads down in, like, shame. I, Yeah, it was horrible. But the second show, like I said, it was a lot better. It was a lot of fun. R.I.P. Jerry. Even though he was a creep. Because I did know a girl who actually was sleeping with him and getting money. It was very yeah, wait, weird. He's the creep in this situation? <laughs> yeah, he's the creep. <laughs> Because he did it, he did it all the time. So wait, I'm still. Is it wasn't it an even exchange? It was you didn't you the way you described the story. It did not seem like sexual harassment. It seems as if he was paying women for their time. And Yo, pleasure. just get a fucking girlfriend, dude. No, Why are you maybe, paying multiple women for sex? Maybe that's the only way you can get off. Y'all don't understand this. How people be sometimes. But yeah. Only way I can get off. And maybe he doesn't want that intimacy of having a yeah. girlfriend. Like no, that, he like, like that talk. division between it. You know how there's some people who don't curse in front of their parents, and then there's the others who do. But the the problem is, what you say? Yeah, I keep the division. I don't curse in front of my mom, parent, my dad, mom, and dad. But anyways, his show was entertaining. He seemed like a a good guy outside of him being creepy like that. Damn, he ain't trying... a double creep for the dead man. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would say Hugh Hefner's creepy too. A lot of no, shit came out he, about him yeah, after that, he died. No, they're not on the same level, though. Why are they not on the same level? Because Who's Hugh creepy? Hefner had a twelve-year-old girl and Playboy. I didn't know nothing about that. Okay, and and he's been accused of like sexual assault. You didn't accuse Jerry Springer of sexual assault. They're not on the same level as a creep. You got you need another word for uh, J- uh, Hugh Hefner. See, you should have just kept it alone. You should have just said, rest in peace to Jerry Springer, but you called him a creep twice, then you brought in Hugh Hefner into this. Why you do that? Another Chicago guy. You want to bring R. Kelly in? Do the Chicago try trifecta? No. Okay. I'm not going to bring R. Rest Kelly in peace. up. God, I'm really. from Chicago. Who? Jerry Springer. No, he's not. He's from, he was a mayor in Ohio, Cincinnati. Uh, he but was yeah. a mayor in Cincinnati, but he was born in Queens. Queens? Yeah, <laughs> he from the uh, the web and uh, uh, nip the bus to the call. I did appreciate Marlon Wayans doing that little flashback though, where he said, "Yo, we flew to Chicago and actually did that uh, episode That's of Jerry the Springer Wayans on the ep- set." This episode ever, man. <laughs> yeah. See, See, don't be mad at me because I watched like my, to watch my, my ass. ass. <laughs> Walk around the house smelling good using lotion. lotion. <laughs> don't call me crazy for I go crazy. 
<laughs> I was mad because I posted on my Instagram. I want the whole C, man. That whole C is hilarious. Man. Why you didn't? Why you didn't get the whole C? Because it's just too long. I mean, I could get it, but you know, I knew, I couldn't find nobody to put it up all the way. Hit me up. I have the episode. <laughs> just hit me up. See, could have did it. Said so it said rest in peace, man. We done. Yeah, we done. Uh, I think so, man. I think that was. Oh no. Oh yeah, we're done. No. Did you? Well, I thought we were talking about Bel Air. What happened? Oh, Bel- yeah. Bel Air's done, right? That was the season finale that we watched. Yeah, Manny Fontaine asked the questions for you. Go ahead, man. No, wait. wait. I thought you had the question. I thought we was going. <laughs> I can't remember. It was a Sarah. I guess I'll ask it because Manny Fontaine wanted to ask it. If a woman kissed me at work, and I was not appreciative or receptive of this set of said kiss, would you want me to tell you? Yeah, there we go. Sorry. Yes. How was that going to make you feel better if you know I still got to work with this yeah. person? I can't quit my child. Yeah, I'd be like, you got to go. <laughs> you know, my, <laughs> see? <laughs> see? Yeah, this is why men don't say nothing. It's a, it's, a hell of a, it's a hell of a conundrum. Listen, man, if you're not receptive of it, why is that only sound like, like If I checked her, I'd be like, yo, this can't be happening. What, what am yeah. I telling you for? I already checked her. That's what you say. Now I got to go up there. He actually did it, though. He yeah. just saw he did it, and then he went on a date. Why do y'all think that? Why do you think he accepted that date? Look, man. Sure. Just know that if you if you over there and there's some woman at your job that is trying to rub all up on you, touch your muscles, touch your belly, whatever the fuck she's trying to do, and okay. even if you ain't receptive, you you can't work there no more. <laughs> Because so I don't want to have to go up there and That's like. That's why I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry about it. That's I won't why, tell you. Because I don't want to have to go up there and like confront some woman and I then you lose your job anyway. I won't even tell you. So either you, you quit or you're going to lose it anyway. I'm not going to tell oh, you. Nothing. I'm, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm a man. <laughs> I can tell. I say no, thank you. Tell us I'm married. I'm, a, I'm one on that stuff. That ain't going to let nobody give that, get that yeah, close. Uh, I said, I want no problems with you and I want no problems at home. my wife crazy. Uh, Sarah says she didn't. She didn't. She didn't feel nothing for Jackie. Says she said Jackie got what she just she deserved. I felt. I felt some little sympathy for her, man. She. 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 Her feelings were real. She wanted. Mm-hmm. She wanted to start. Love, let's start love over, like to the way things were. Forget I think about I'm him. Not gonna for her because we're dirty. First of all, you talk. Come over. You take her to Jazz House and talk. But then she's like, you know, you ain't want, this is all you want to do. Then fucks her. Yeah, smash. So, after he fucks her and says, you know what? You dirty as fuck. No. <laughs> yeah, you the dirty one. Not me. He said, I'm not good, you know. So I'm like, you get the cutty. Why would you take the cutty there? And the worst, like- the worst part was at the beginning of this episode, Will is on the court. Then they're about to get his ass beat. And Jazz comes through and saves him. And says, Jackie told me you were here. So she looks, he's still looking out for this man. He's like, yeah. no, I ain't got no time for you. I mean, I'm trying to get with Lisa. That's the one. And Drew, Drew checked Lisa. Drew told her the real. Say, yo, yeah, as long yeah. as you still got feeling for him, man, you ain't gonna you can give me no chance. I just call it how I see it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's like shit, though. Ah man. Um Ashley got a new bestie. This is the problem with this show. I'm gonna get, get let y'all. It's two in this episode, in this season. One, 
There's a reason why on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, the comedy, the sitcom, there was never two women at once. There was there was actually two Lisas because Chris Simmer's character was Lisa too. But Will always had one girl per episode and you didn't really vibe for attention. So you don't have that messiness that you get when you're like, oh, if you're not going to make one character be super evil, then you kind of feel bad for the other one, right? Number two, and more importantly, Ashley was not an important character until she gets to high school. I couldn't care less about this Ashley situation got going on with this little white girl who I believe did tell, but they said she didn't. Then who told on Miss Hughes? I'm confused about it. And now they're like, oh, you got your rainbow pin. Oh, I got like, oh, I, I couldn't care, care less. Who told on Miss Hughes? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, this whole storyline. <laughs> I get how you, you need to get to the protest. I understand that part, but. Yeah, they made it seem like she was this intricate character. And it's like, as soon as they introduced her, she was getting fired from the job. Yeah, they're like, Tatiana and Molly's going to be in the first prince. I, was like, I, th- I thought she was going to be on, you know, or Bel Air, sorry, in the background. I did like the fact that Doc wasn't completely gray. I'm worried about jo- Jeffrey. So we'll see yeah. how that is. And, and Carlton admitted that he's on drugs. Yeah, no, no, no. More importantly, Jazz poured his heart out. And she still chose LaMarcus in Paris. Some Sarah shit. If I ever seen it. She's going to Paris. See? See, she didn't even deny it. If I had came to Sarah, say, "Yo, man, I can't promise you gonna get hurt," and then Sarah be like, "Well, toodles, I'm going to Paris." I'd have seen the avatar on her Instagram story next day. Yeah, if you over there saying stuff like that to me, like, "Yo, I can't promise that you won't get hurt." Uh, well, can you promise? You don't think that was romantic? That was. I, that, 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 no, I just think no, it was honest. That's just saying like. I can't promise that I ain't gonna be tempted or that I'm no, gonna be faithful to no, you. No, that's not what. Oh my God! All right, we wrapping up the show. That's what I heard. Oh my goodness! That's what I heard. That's what Hillary heard too. She was like, "Well, au revoir." She said, "No, you was dancing. You was dancing too fun. You was having too much fun dancing. That's why I want to go suck and fuck on Lamarcus." Like, wait, what? Well, she was like, "Au revoir." So it don't matter. No, I hope Jazz found the true love. He got to find that chick from jail. Remember uh, Char- Charmaine? <laughs> she got, we got, I don't know what her character was on the uh, Fresh Prince, but that's who he got to be with. And then remember that that's when uh, when he came back and said, "Yo, me and this girl getting married." In the sitcom, Hillary was like, "Jess, I love you." Wait, what am I saying? Or something like that. And then went back there. That's how it's gonna happen. All right, at one and only at Kicks and Coffee at Mandy Fontaine at Studio Flow Pod. Until next time, peace. Peace. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> she stole your shit. Yeah, she did it longer and better than me. Damn, that's crazy.